Hey, DJs, I need to tell you about MyBookie.ag. They are the industry's best online sportsbook and casino, and boy, do they have a deal for you. Sign up now using the promo code AbsoluteDGen, and the fine folks at MyBookie will match you dollar for dollar up to 1,000 smackaroos. That is extra money you can bet on NBA, NHL, UFC, boxing, and of course, Major League Baseball, because baseball is back in full swing. And we want you all to hit a grand slam by betting, winning, and getting paid with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Thursday after the Daily Show, which can only mean one thing. We're talking UFC with James. What's going on, James? I'm doing very well, thank you. What's about yourself, mate? I can't complain, man. It's been it's been a good week. I, I can't complain. I'm actually feeling good. Oddly good. Something's wrong. I'm probably dying. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you might want to get that checked out, mate, because I'm surprised. You're all good? Surely not. Yeah, There's always something going on. Yeah, something, some catastrophe. Uh, <laughs> how have you been? I've, I've been great, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm going back to, to university soon. Uh, pubs are opening up and I can actually go out and see my mates. So tonight's going to be a bit of a hefty one. So I'll get this out of the way and hit the town, really. Oh, so you're going to knock back maybe a drink or two. Just, you know, maybe have a beer. Yeah, just a single beer. <laughs> that, that, that'll do me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know me i don't want to get too crazy right 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 so alcohol <laughs> alcohol poisoning that's that's kind of where you're gonna head you're gonna be in the hospital you know by sunday yeah i mean if i'm not in the hospital by tomorrow then it has not been a successful <laughs> night for the evans <laughs> i got you i got you all right hey before we get to it before we get to yes. betting ufc i i want to you know every now and then we like to award people reward people pat them on the head for you know accomplishments they've achieved for things they've they've done and so right. with that in mind if everybody can look at the screen live i'm going to present james a dgen award james i'm presenting you an award oh, for dear. perfect attendance there you are right there <laughs> you know, it takes me back to my um 12 year old days well 12 year old that 10 year old nine year old days in primary school getting a certificate just for showing up there you go <laughs> There it is. Mr. Consistent. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Well, congratulations, James. I, you've, oh, earned, you. you've earned it. And, you know, everyone at the DJ community appreciates your perfect attendance. <laughs> uh, fortunately, we don't have time for a speech. Otherwise, I would have bottled it. So oh, we can just go. go on and talk UFC. Let's do it. Let's talk UFC. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe James, we might talk a boxing match towards the end of the, end of the show. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. Maybe. All right, let's get to it, man. What are you looking at in the UFC? Uh, well, obviously, we've got to start off with the main event between um, Robert Whittaker versus Calvin Gastelum. The pair were, I think they were scheduled to fight a couple of years back, but unfortunately, Robert Whittaker pulled out the day before due to an op- like a last-minute operation. And ever since then, they've both been on separate paths. And Robert Whittaker, after losing the title to Israel Adesanya, Came off of um, he's coming off that win over Darren Till, and then to come back in the Khabib undercard or Khabib main event to to beat Jared Cannonier, who was, really is a tough guy. So to come off wins over Darren Till and Jared Cannonier, he deserves applauds. And as for Kelvin Gastelum, I think he went on a three fight losing streak um, after losing to the likes of Adesanya, Darren Till, and Jack Hermanson. 
But he's coming off of that uh, big win over Ian Heinish, whereby he did look like him old, his old self. And I think maybe he needed that 15 minutes in there just to sort of, you know, pick the pace again and get the Oxygen time and taste winning victory again. So you've got to give Kelvin Gaslam his plaudits and now he's right back in contention again. But obviously, Robert Whitaker is going to be a huge, huge tough for this, um, for Kelvin Gaslam. And <clears throat> Whitaker. Personally, I think he has some of the most beautiful unorthodox striking in, in the UFC. You know, he can be so tight in the pocket and sort of exit whilst throwing a leg kick uh, or a head kick himself. And, you know, that's his sort of trademark move. And he tends to sort of lead with that left hook uh, in his single most powerful shot. That's what I personally believe. So on the feet, he's very well equipped. Um, and even his ground game, you know, that sort of, tends to go unnoticed and overlooked a bit. But he has got very he's got a very accomplished gun game. And again, striking, head kicks, leg kicks, you know, strikes the body, jabs, you name it, he'll have a deadly combo within his arsenal. And it's his movement on the feet and when he sort of goes in for the combinations, which is one of his dangerous weapons. So I think he carries a real dangerous tool and a very dangerous kit in his uh, arsenal. So I think Kelvin Gaston's going to have to really, really look out for this one. But with Kelvin Gaston, again, he's proven over the years that he can stand amongst the standing trade with the top contenders at middleweight and, you know, he even had a run at welterweight. So I think in this fight, I know Whitaker's got a great uh, ground defence and he's, he's well-equipped on the map, but I think Kelvin Gastelum really has to implement his sort of elite all-round mixed martial art uh, game set if he's going to get any chance of winning this one. And I'm probably going to look for the wrestling in this one. If he can take Robert Whitaker down and frustrate him towards the latter rounds, then maybe he might take this one on points. But... I think we've seen in the Adesanya fight with Robert Whitaker that he can get caught. Obviously, he did get knocked out by the current champion. And Calvin Gaslam does have that, you know, he does have that power when he's sort of throwing these left hook counters. He's a fantastic counter striker. But I think personally, he's going to rely on his grappling both in the clinch and on the ground. And I'm very, very much looking forward to this one. They're both true finishers, but they're also capable of providing a 25-minute war for the fans. So with that being said, I'm probably going to lean towards Robert Whittaker via decision on this one. A decision? Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Whitaker's minus 275 right now. It was open to minus 250. So it looks like the money's agreeing with you on that one. Yeah. Decision, huh? <laughs> mm. I think it might be a finish. I think it might be an early stoppage. Really? I, I do think so. When an I early stoppage. Let's call it. Let's call it. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to bet this one. <laughs> I'm leaning that <laughs> way. Yeah, I'm not going to let yeah. my mouth write a check. Uh, Robert Whitaker can't cash. <laughs> so I'm leaning, I'm leaning Whitaker in this one. They're asking mm. a lot for him. So I'll lean the finish here. I'll lean on, uh, you know, maybe a TKO. Mm. But yeah, I'm not betting this one. You're I all by yourself. No, Mason says Kevin <laughs> Kevin Gaslam submission in the first one minute of the fight. I think that's what he would. I, I really would be surprised <laughs> if he puts on the up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do, what do you got next? Uh, next up, I've got Jeremy Stevens versus Chicago's and... Again, they're both coming off of a, a long layoff. Um, I think Stevens' his last fight was against Calvin Cater a long time, uh, a while back, and Chukarkos is coming off of that devastating KO uh, loss last year <clears throat> against Erbin Darius, I believe. So both men, they're not in the best of runs, so they're going to have to really sort of prove and show their worth in the UFC in this weekend if they're going to sort of 
burst their way into the top 10 and the top 15. And most notably, Jeremy Stevens is moving up a weight class and he really needs a win on this one. Um, Jakar Close, he likes to keep the fight in the pocket where he can land those damaging shots and often stuns his opponents. Whereas Jeremy Stevens, on the other hand, will be hoping maybe a change in division will sort of reignite that inspiration with his old self again. Because back in the day, he did pick up a few nice wins under his belt and he looked to be a top five contender at featherweight. And in his last fight against Calvin Cater, before he got stopped, he was finding early success pressurising Calvin Cater, using his feints mixed in with those kicks and throwing his heavy hands at will. And I think that's sort of got to be the tactic in this one. I think this is going to be a real battle. I really am looking forward to this one because Close has got power himself and, you know, he's very adept at moving in and out of range and dishing consistent punishment while doing so. And he, and he can take a punch. Jeremy Stevens has to really, really show his power in this one because it does take a lot to put a guy like Jacar Close away. Um, but I think I think he's got to stay in the pocket, Jacar Close, and sort of take the fight and and play his game. Because if he gets into a battle with Jeremy Stevens and he allows Jeremy Stevens to take control, I think he will knock him out. But if Jacar Close stays consistent throughout the full fight, I think he can maybe outpoint Jeremy Stevens and get the decision victory on this one. So I'm going to go for a Chicago place for a decision. I love that. I love that play. I think close is the play. I I'm a, I was a little on the fence about it, but I like the way the line's moving too. He opened up plus 110. He's plus 105 now. Maybe even minus 105 at some books. So looks like everybody in the world's back in Drakkar here. I'm going to... Mm. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to go decision here. I think it's this is going to be an interesting fight. Hmm. I like it though. We're catching a plus line. Got a little upset going. Yeah, perfect. Here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, what are, we, what are we looking at here? Uh, next up, I believe I have got Tracy Cortez versus Justine Kish. Um, Tracy, she's eight and one, and after suffering a defeat on a professional debut, she then ultimately fought her way through into the contender series, where she claimed a UFC contract with a decision win over Maria Agapova. And since then, she's just been on an, an, a tearing run. She seems to be a real prospect in that flyweight division. And she has uh, the height and the reach advantage over Justine, who's 7-3. and three. And this is a bit of a mismatch, in my opinion. I think when you look at Justine's previous fights, obviously she's coming off of that loss about six months ago to Sabina Mazio by submission due to a rear naked choke. And her last fight before that was a win over Pidlova by decision. But then... She's lost her last two before that. So she's one and three in her last four fights. And what thing that stands out with me with Justine is when she's fighting off her back, she does tend to give her, give off her back very easily. And she's just very sort of reluctant to, to get herself out of danger while she's on the mat. And, you know, Tracy Cortez's bread and butter is her wrestling. And I really think she's strong in the clinch and on the ground. And I think her wrestling is really, really going to carry the day for Cortez in this one. And if she can get the fight to the floor early on, I really think Cortez can get this one via decision because I think if Felice Herrig can dominate her throughout the, the fight on the mat, then I think Tracy Cortez can too. So I'm going to go for Cortez via decision. Oh, 100% agree with you on this one. This one is... Uh, <laughs> I love this play. I love it. Uh, I do think Tracy Cortez comes in and just absolutely dominates Justine. Yeah, just just right. absolutely dominates. I mean, no surprise. She's minus 274. And yeah, uh, for reasons I don't like to get into, I will bet decision. <laughs> you sure you don't want to get into that one? You're the one looking for a job, not me. 
<laughs> I have a career. I'm trying to keep things. I'm keep trying to keep things nice and safe for your your resume, your CV. <laughs> no, I respect that. Well, I don't always looking up the the little guys. That's they it. Say. Yeah, yeah. I remember the. I remember. I remember people. Hey, DGen, Sex Panther here, and if you want to know one of my secrets to success with the ladies, it's by making sure my junk is always ready for action, and Manscaped is here to help us all out. Much like a pitcher needs to prep his balls before he throws a pitch, you need to prep your balls before the lady takes an at-bat. Get things in order with the Lawnmower 3.0 and some Crop Preserver ball deodorant. Trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, Manscaped gives you the tools needed for your family jewels. Get 20% off off and free shipping with the code absolute dgen your balls will thank you everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's, what's up next? Next, so I've got a very interesting uh, heavyweight bout between yeah. Alexander Romanov and Juan Espino. I mean, Romanov is 30 years of age and he's a real prospect. I mean, I cannot wait to see him fight not going again because he can do it all. I'd say the same for Juan Espino. You know, you look at that 10 and 1 record as a heavyweight and you're thinking, you know, gosh, he's got a very bright career ahead of him. And then you look at his age. He's 40 years of age. So I don't think he's got that much left in the gas tank. So, but again, this is really going to be entertaining. I think after multiple um, sort of stop starts, uh, Romano finally got the chance to impress on his UFC debut last year, whereby dominated Rocco Cruz en route to a a second round decision. Then next came Marcus uh, Rogerio de Lima, when Romano just dispatched him with an old school forearm choke to earn the performance of the night. And he's impressed a lot of people recently and I'm very much looking forward to seeing how, you know, how he gets the job done in this one because uh, Juan Espino, he's very, you know, he's very complete, um, he's very complete on the mat and he can certainly do the job. He's got a couple of submissions under his belt. I think his last three wins were won by a form of submission. So I think Romanov has got to be very careful if he's going to sort of go for the takedown. But I just think with Romanov on the feet and on the mat, I think he's just going to be too strong. Like he's so effective on the feet and he'll use that striking to sort of get into the clinch and eventually get the fight to the floor. And he's got a very vicious ground and pound and he's got great cardio. So I think all the signs are sort of pointing towards a Romanov finish right here. I think if Romanov takes him down to the floor, Early on, I think he may get the finish in the first, but I think with Juan Espino's ground game and background in that sort of department, I think he'll weather the early storm and ultimately I think he will get the job done via second round TKO. So I'm going to go for a Romano via second round stoppage. Ooh, nice. I don't like this one as much. I'm, I'm definitely leaning mm. Alexander here, but I, I I couldn't quite find the the numbers I wanted to bet it. So I'm, I'm leaning with you. I think you're on the right yeah. side, and I think you're right. I think it's an early, early stoppage. Uh, does Juan have a chance to early stop uh, Alexander? Because I'm thinking, like, maybe if we TKO both sides. No, no, no good. 
No, no, I, mean, I think if Juan Espina was to get a win, then somehow it would be due to submission. Submission, okay. I, 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 I can't see him knocking out mm-hmm. Alexander Romano, but okay. I probably jinxed it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got anything else or is that it? That's it for me, but I'm I'm sure you've got a couple of fights. That, I do, you know, I, I do have a couple of fights. Uh, the first one I want to look at is <laughs> Jessica Pen- Penny versus, uh, it says here on UFC, their official site, Loopy. Loopy Godinez? Uh, yeah, correct. Loopy. Yeah, that's her nickname, Loopy. Oh, okay. These, these cute little nicknames over there. Like it's a clubhouse at UFC instead of their real names. <laughs> uh, Loopy is a hell of a favorite. She's minus 278, mm. 278. But in my mind, this looks to be one of the most one-sided fights of the entire night. I think Loopy comes in and absolutely dominates Jessica. Um, minus 278. I even still have the implied probability to bet that money line. I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable risking 278 to win 100 back because I think the, the numbers are that strong. Am I crazy? No, no, no. I mean, you look at uh, Lupita's record. She's 5-0, and and only one of them have gone inside the distance where the rest of them, all four, the rest of the four have come by a form of um, a decision. So when you look at Jessica, her last uh, few years have not gone well, to say the least. She Her last fight was nearly four years ago against uh, Danielle Taylor, where she just got absolutely battered, lost by a unanimous decision, and then was beaten by Jessica Andrade, and then before that to Joanna John Jacho. So she's had a couple of battles, but again, she hasn't fought in nearly four years. She's definitely passed it, and you've you got a woman in Lupita who's 5-0, 27 years of age. The momentum's on her side. She's more active. I think she'll just dominate for the full 15, to be honest with you. I, I can't see a stoppage. No. I'm going to go for a Lupita by decision now. I can't see a way in which Jessica gets to finish on this one. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with the decision <laughs> a decision bet. Are you betting yeah. that or are you just leaning that way? Oh, well, I would bet that personally. Yeah. So in my mind, it it's either bet the money line or the decision. That, that seems like the two most yeah. plausible outcomes. Maybe, I don't know, if you want to, if you want to double dip, feel free. But I think, I think that's a, that's a good one. All right, next up, Zara Farn versus Josiah Nunez. Uh, yeah. See, I'm trying to find the line because I just fucking lost it. God damn. Okay, there we go. Zara opened up plus 125. She's plus 103, minus 105 over at my bookie. That's promo code absolute, mm. D, absolute DGen there. I think Zara plus 103. I think there's a nice little, nice little plus line you can get there. So I want to bet her money line. Let's do it. She's just going to win the fight. Yeah. Um, personally, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to uh, disagree with you on that one. I think the, the the advantage that Zara has in this one is that she's going back down weight class. She's going back down to to bantamweight rather than fighting at featherweight. But that's only if she has like a smoothly ran weight cut. If she can easily make weight and feels fit and healthy going into the fight, then she's going to obviously have the height and the reach advantage. She's coming off of two defeats to Felicia Spencer and Megan Anderson. You know, they're two household names in the featherweight division, which they're, they've scrapped, by the way. But they are two tough opponents for Zara. So, you know, there's no shame in losing to that. She's got the experience as well. But with Josiane, she's a, a dangerous Brazilian striker. I mean, she's knocked out her last fair few opponents. And she's just be- uh, brutal on the feet. And personally, I'm probably going to back Josiane, even though she has not fought in the UFC yet, I just think with a vicious striking skill set, it'll probably be enough to, uh, it would be probably be too much for um, Fan on this one. So I'm going to go for a, a Nunes via a 
good for advice Ekman and TKO in this one. Ooh, you want to bet it? You want to bet against me? Let's do it. Bet against me. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. Oh. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you weren't even on I'm the fight until I pointed it out to you. And now all of a sudden, you're, <laughs> oh, look at this. I'm just looking at the stats oh. here and looking at a recent record. I mean, she is a, a brutal striker and you never know. I mean, like you said, I mean, Zara, she's got the experience and she's coming back down the weight class. So you, you never know. Uh, don't back, you, don't, don't, don't backpedal now. Don't, 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 don't <laughs> condescend to me. No, all right. I'll go for just Yam. Okay. I made you what you are, Evans. <laughs> don't forget that. I made you who you are. <laughs> yeah. Don't you worry. I don't forget that. <laughs> I tell myself that every day. <laughs> yeah. What would Arch do? The only reason why I'm here is because of Arch. Yeah, right. What would Arch do? <laughs> One more. Tony Gravely versus Anthony Burkak. Uh, hmm. Gravely opened up minus 309. He's minus 324 now. This is another instance where I think, holy shit, that's a lot of chalk. That's a lot. you, know, you got to put up a lot. But I think it's worth it. I do think Tony Gravely hmm. takes care of business. What do you think? Oh, no, I totally agree with you. And uh, Burchett is coming off that loss to Gustavo Lopez via submission. And to be honest with Tony, wherever the fight goes, he's capable. Like, you know, on the feet, you know, he's very sharp and skilled. And on the mat, we've seen him get a couple of submission wins under his belt every now and then. So I think, you know, all sort of signs are pointing towards a Tony Gravely victory in this one because, like I said, he'll have the height and the reach advantage going into this one. And wherever the fight goes, he's just comfortable. So... I'm going to, I'm going to lean, well, I say I'm going to lean, I'm probably going to bet greatly by decision on this one. You want to bet it? You want to get you in? Get, yeah, you know, yeah, I'll bet that one. All right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, like I, Just like the other fight, minus 324 is yeah. a lot, but I still think you can bet it and safely and still, you know, not worry. But if you want to follow James yeah. on the decision, by all <laughs> means, by all means. <laughs> all right. That's it for me in UFC. James, you want to look go. at another fight? I, I hear rumors. Do you fight. want to look at another fight? Uh, <laughs> let's do it. We don't ever talk yeah. boxing. Although James James knows a fair amount about boxing too. Let's get to it, man. Ben Askren versus Jake Paul. Fight of the century, I hear. Right? Who told you that? Uh, I, 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 you know, no, no one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the crazy. Here's the crazy stuff. Yeah. Ben Askren's a proper. He's a proper fighter. You know, he's been. Yes. He's been in UFC. The highest level he could have achieved. I mean, he didn't always do champion group. in one FC. My Nam Bellator. There you go. There you go. Yep. He is plus one forty eight to Jake Paul's minus one seventy six. <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm honestly speechless. Like, are you sure that's correct? Like, are you sure Jake Paul's the favorite going into this one? Jake Paul is the favorite. Vegas opened Jake Paul minus one fifteen. <sighs> Minus 115. He's been bet down to minus 176. I mean, I, I guess, you know, going into this fight, Jake Paul's going to be the bigger bloke. I mean, you, you said it was at cruiserweight, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think cruiserweight at the top of my head is just under 205. Like It's between 195 or 205 or something like that. It's like light heavyweight for the UFC. So Ben Askren, obviously, as you know, he fought as a, a welterweight, a 170-pounder guy. But again, I mean... The obviously the 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 weight is going to favour Jake Paul, and this one is going to be the bigger bloke. But when you look at it, and you actually this isn't boxing. I mean, this is just you know this is just circus, in my opinion. When you actually look at it, Jake Paul's not out an NBA reject and another fellow YouTuber. None of them have fighting experience whatsoever. Whereas, as I alluded to earlier. Ben Askren, he's been a champion where he's been by the UFC, and I know people have 
mopped his striking over the years, but you know he's still probably got a, he's got a, he's still got that striking background in a way. I know he's never used it because his wrestling is just so overpowered and so great. You, you know why use your wrestling? Uh, why use your striking if your wrestling is going to come up clutch? But he's got a background in striking as well, no doubt. And he's been fighting for you know twenty plus years, so I, I just don't see why the Vegas lines are sort of leaning towards Jake Paul. Personally, I think the early rounds are going to favour Jake Paul because, you know, he's he's had two professional boxing bouts already and he's probably, knowing him, he's probably wanted to sort of try and get the early finish because you, you look at Jake Paul, he's an entertainer with the, the YouTuber trait. So he's going to want to put on the show for the fans and get Ben Askren away either in the first or in the second and maybe even the third. But you said it was an eight-round fight and I think from the fourth round onwards, I think we're going to see Ben Askren's championship mentality take over. He's going to be very cautious to Jake Paul's power and I think he's just sort of going to try and outpoint him and pick him apart and frustrate Jake. And I just see Ben Askren getting it done on points. But I'm just not interested in this fight whatsoever. <laughs> it's an absolute joke. All right. <laughs> Decision win, Ben Askren. Yeah, go on then. It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. Mm. Askren plus 148, Askren plus 150, maybe even plus 163. Oh, man, I got to get a piece of that. So, yeah, I'm going to bet Ben Askren money line to win the fight. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. boy. I I mean, if I were you, I'd just stay away from this one because this is just a joke. You think think there might be some shenanigans? You know, boxing loves to have shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, if Ben Askren sort of, you know, steps back within the first two minutes and then shoots for the single leg and takes him down <laughs> and gets disqualified and causes, you know, the biggest scrap in the history of boxing, I'm all for it. You know, I hope he gets disqualified by that because it's an absolute mockery of the sport, you know, how Jake Paul is uh, stepping into the boxing ring. So if he shoots for the single leg and gets him down early on, and Jake Paul throws his toys out the pram and then Ben gets disqualified. That is where it's money well spent. But <laughs> the majority of the fight is just going to be a, a ball fest. All right. All right. That's it. That's all the fighting we're, we're going to talk about yeah. today. Unless you've got any other like low-key boxing fights uh, happening, even in your backyard. You know, there might be a fight going on outside right now you want to put some money on. Probably be better than bloody Jake Paul versus Ben Askren, let me tell you. No, I'm good. I'm good. I got nothing else. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, All right. So, sports sesh, yeah. UFC Deluxe. What else? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's it, really. Obviously, you've got my personal account as well, uh, Evans James 99 whereby I literally tweet anything, you know, either football, boxing, UFC, you name it. I'll, I'll tweet it. You will be live tweeting the uh, Askren Paul fight. You'll be giving you his reactions, his thoughts, round by round, giving you his scorecard. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be providing in-depth commentary on my uh, UFC account with regards to the fight between Jake Paul and Ben Askren. So stay tuned because it will be a cracker. You're going to give the fans what they want. going to give the people what they want, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, James, go away. Take care, man. <laughs> Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.